Tuesday is election day, which means President Biden's impeachment trial, I guess, starts on Wednesday? Ah, uh, that's, you know, the Democrats are very easily confused, and Joe Biden did suggest that election day was on the 9th. Um, you know, and if you know, they look, they uh, vote early, vote often, vote late, vote again. Uh, they'll count them even if they're not signed or dated or uh, postmarked or anything, because, you know, it's not the votes that count, it's who counts the votes. As their boy Joseph Stalin famously said, the Democrats are out there saying democracy is under threat. It's a threat to our democracy. You know, if they lose um, the House of Representatives or the Senate, which is all that can happen today in governor's mansions and state houses and uh, things. But uh, they really, boy, they're, to say they're sore losers would be generous understatement, wouldn't it? Well, happy Election Day to you, if it really is Election Day. We are at 888-630-9625. It's pretty crazy out there on so many levels. My friend Seton Motley is uh, writing about it uh, as we speak. Today isn't Election Day, he says. It's just another day in the fraud-infested, months-long ridiculousness that is election season Today doesn't even end our interminable election season. Democrats need time, days, weeks, post-election day, to determine how many additional votes they need to find to overcome their deficits. Now, that sounds a little cynical, doesn't it? Remember when, uh, when uh, President Trump allegedly, speaking to the governor of Georgia, said, uh, we need to find those votes, and the media went, they went crazy for weeks, months, years. Well, they're still crazy. They're, uh, they're crazy people. That's the thing about them is that they're crazy. But um, boy, oh boy, oh boy, let me tell you <clears throat> the, the madness that is out there. They got, uh, what's her name? That uh, Kathy uh, Griffin. She's talking about civil war. Civil war is on her mind. Kathy Griffin suspended from Twitter after impersonating Elon Musk is the headline, and it wasn't really for impersonating Elon Musk. Uh, Elon Musk tweeted that um, it was because she was impersonating a comedian, impersonating a comedian, and she uh, she's the one, remember, severed the head, had the severed head of Donald Trump, and, you know, the, that's, uh, well, that, uh, a lot of them were talking about killing. They were killing a, a uh, metaphorical Donald Trump in Central Park, doing the play Julius Caesar and, you know, stabbing him to death at the end and everybody cheered and uh, Julius Caesar looked remarkably like Donald Trump. Remember that? And then they had, uh, who was it, Johnny Depp talking about, hey, when's the last time an actor killed a president? Uh, a, that was a, a reference to Abraham Lincoln, the first Republican president who was assassinated by a Democrat uh, because he ended slavery and ended the Civil War, all that stuff. And, um, and Kathy Griffin uh, not really a comedian at all, but she posted a photo of herself. If you don't want civil war, vote for Democrats in November. If you do want civil war, vote Republican, just to be clear. You know, she wanted to be especially clear about that. Keeping in mind, of course, that in the Civil War, Jefferson Davis, the president of the Confederacy, was the elected Democrat. Abraham Lincoln, the elected Republican. Keep that in mind. Nathan Bedford Forrest, Democrat, statewide leader created the KKK, all Jim Crow laws, um, you know, Democrat laws. 
Sheriff Bull Connor, uh, you know, the fire hoses and the dogs, elected Democrat statewide party leader. Standing in schoolhouse doors, Orville Faubus, George Wallace, Democrat, 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 a Democrat. Uh, James Earl Ray shot Martin Luther King, killed him. Uh, and uh, he was a volunteer for the George Wallace Democrat governor, Democrat presidential campaign as a Democrat. This is the real history of the Democrat Party. It's about time that somebody started talking about it because this information dominant thing. But I digress. Let's, uh, let's get back to Election Day. Election Day, Election Day, and to the news media. Because the New York Times informed us just last month that they took a poll, a survey, and uh, they're the New York Times. And the New York Times Siena College poll found that 59% of voters viewed the American news media as a, quote, major threat to democracy, end quote. 25% additional said that the press is a, quote, minor threat to our democracy, end quote. 15% and only 50 15% of us said that the news media poses no threat to our democracy. That is uh, probably members of the news media and their family members there and their uh, and the people that they cheat on their wives with. And, and uh, you know, it's a small circle of uh, thing. But that is the uh, 71% of voters agreed that democracy is under threat because the Democrats have been pushing that message, which is why the New York Times took the poll and then, oh, ghoul, they had to swallow hard because it turned out they are the number one threat to democracy, according to the American people. The number two threat to democracy is the Democratic Party, according to the New York Times poll. Uh, but they don't acknowledge that. They just move on and, you know, cheat on their taxes and cheat on their wives and all that stuff. Their husbands, if they have husbands, which many of them do. And uh, remarkable stuff. All right, so let's go because because uh, it's uh, because it's election day. Um, the the news media is, is uh, they're they're going whole hog here because you know uh, where's the I've got uh, one of the articles from from Texas here that is pretty remarkable. I think the Texas the Texas Tribune don't jump to conclusions as Tuesday's election night results come in. What? The Texas Tribune said, don't jump to conclusions just as the results come in. You know, keeping a close eye on the results Tuesday night, you should uh, follow one overarching rule. Don't jump to conclusions. You know why? Well, all the media is on the same page here. So I'll share with you uh, Mo Yarbrough sitting there with his uh, semi-inflatable flotation device of a third wife who is as smart as uh, a chair that I have at home. And she uh, was uh, sitting there with her mouth hanging open dutifully. And they had the little circle fest there of Willie Geist. And uh, they might have even had Mike Barnacle. He was on He was on yesterday. He was in the movie The Candidate because uh, it's all a TV show. Joe Scarborough on MSDNC Morning Joke this morning on what to expect tonight. When you hear Republicans at 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock going... All right, let's count. Let's just stop counting the votes. I won. When you hear that, understand this is this is this is all very calculated. They're doing this for a reason because they understand Republicans do well day of, 
And it's the early votes, right? It's the early votes where the Democrats catch up. It's the early votes where the Democrats catch up. See, the, the early mail-out ballots and unsigned, undated, and drop boxes and latex gloves. And so on election day, they say at MSDNC, sure, the Republicans win. But then we keep counting mountains of ballots until we pull ahead. Morning joke. I want everybody to listen to this, okay? Because let's limit the fear and loathing, the weeping and the gnashing of teeth. <laughs> let's limit that tonight at 8, 9, and 10 o'clock at night. Because it's going to come in hard for Republicans at first. Come in hard. And then we're going to see if Democrats have enough early votes to catch up and win. See, because that now we know how many votes we need. And um, as Seton Motley was writing, and now we know how many additional votes we're going to need. And, you know, this does not inspire confidence in our system of electing leaders. Many, many tens of millions of Americans hear this. And again, the New York Times says that the news media is the number one threat to democracy. All right. And this filthy, rotten Joe Scarborough, who used to pretend to be a Republican congressman, now uh, he's got a Chairman Mao tattoo that, uh, on his back the size of a football. It's, um, the guy is unbelievable. 71% of us agree democracy is under threat, and more than 80, it's 84% of us, believe that the news media uh, is a threat to democracy. 59% of us believe that the news media is a major threat to democracy. And now it's election month, or whatever it is we have, then they go to Willie Geists, uh, who's uh, sitting there uh, with his mouth hanging open. Let's just not allow people who hate American democracy to hijack the narrative tonight hijack. at 9 p.m. And they're already doing it. Malicious right. actors are saying, if there's more vote coming in, if it's not all there at 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, you know something is up. Oh, they're going on. back such to 2020, oh. which we know is garbage. We've, we've already litigated all of that. Yeah, they're going back to 2020, which wasn't stolen. It just 2016 was stolen, and 2024 is going to be stolen, according to Hillary Clinton in both cases. And uh, 2000 was stolen, according to the DNC, and 2004 was stolen, according to the DNC. Uh, but not the elections that uh, the Democrats won. All other elections are stolen. People who hate American democracy is the way he described the American people. You know, I was listening to my friend Vince Colonnese yesterday on WMAL, and he said something that was right on the money, right on point. The Democrats have, look, in politics, uh, there's a long history of going after your adversaries who Democrats call their enemies. Uh, the communists aren't their enemies. The uh, Islamists aren't their enemies. The American people, they call their enemies. Um, and there's a long history in politics of going after the person you're running against, going after the incumbent, going after your political adversaries, I will say. Um, but now they're going after the voters. They're smearing and slandering and maligning the voters by the hundreds of millions. And the news media is an extension of the Democrat Party, a, you know, a Viagra engorged appendage of the Democrat Party of their body politic, and and uh, these people at MSNBC are honestly mentally ill. They need a, you know, a primetime show that would bring in psychiatrists for them because they are 
out of their stinking minds, to say the least. Um, but that's it. The people who hate American democracy, yeah, like in 2020, yeah, we already litigated all that, yeah. How about 2016? Have we litigated all that? Because Hillary Clinton still says that the election in 2016 was stolen. And she says that the election in 2024 is going to be stolen. You can run the best campaign. You can even become the nominee. And you can have the election stolen from you. Yay! They cheer and whistle and hoot and holler that you can have the election stolen from you. Right-wing extremists already have a plan to literally steal the next presidential election. That's right. So the, uh, the election she lost in 2016 was stolen. She was the best candidate, and it was stolen. And she can see the future because she's like Margaret Hamilton in The Wizard of Oz, and she has a crystal ball. And in the future, the election will be stolen in 2024 by those awful, terrible Republicans who, according to MSNBC, are the people who hate American democracy. And um, maybe if there were just more looting and uh, stuff that uh, we would be in uh, good stead with uh, the media and the Democrats, but I repeat myself. Now, the front page of the Washington Post today, Republicans sue to disqualify mail-in ballots in swing states. And the story next to that, black voters tread carefully as Florida restrictions kick in. Oh, really? Are there restrictions on black voters? No. No, but that's the front page story in the filthy, rotten, Jeff Bezos billionaire democracy died at the Washington Post left-wing party rag. That is, uh, you know, the, 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 we call it the local uh, paper. We do have the Washington Examiner, the Washington Times, and the Washington Free Beacon. Those are good papers. This, tui. Hey, if you're just getting started on your financial journey, it's important to set yourself up for success, don't you think? And if you've got a high credit score, you have more power than you might think. Now is the time to leverage that credit score to consolidate your debt before interest rates go up again and get crazy high. You see where things are going. Pay off your credit cards faster with a low fixed rate loan from Lightstream. A credit card consolidation loan from Lightstream can help you pay off your credit cards and lock in a low fixed interest rate. Rates start with Lightstream at 6.99% APR with auto pay and your excellent credit. Look at your credit card bill. Look at the interest rate they're charging you. Lightstream believes that people like you with good credit deserve a better loan experience, and that's exactly what Lightstream delivers. Now, just for my listeners, you can apply right now, get a special additional interest rate discount, save even more of your hard-earned money. The only way to get this discount is to go to lightstream.com slash plant. That's L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M dot com slash P-L-A-N-T-E. Subject to your good credit approval, rates range from 6.99% APR to 19.99% APR and include a 0.5% auto pay discount. Lowest rate requires excellent credit terms and conditions apply and offers are subject change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash plant for more information. Yeah, the news media is doing a full court press here for the party, you know, the Democrat party, which is why the New York Times found that we, the people, find them to be 
the number one threat to our democracy in America. There's only one Chris Plant. The Chris Plant Show. Hey, it's Chris Plant inviting you on our 2023 sea cruise. Next June, we'll be headed to the beautiful Mediterranean, sailing from Barcelona to Portugal, with stops in Ibiza, Casablanca, and more. For details, visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. I have an axe I want to grind with you today as well. And the front page of the Washington Post, U.S. has warmed faster than planet. Report finds. That's right, the United States, global warming is warming us faster than the rest of the planet. And if you believe that, you're a moron and you're voting Democrat today. Let's go to the uh, telephones. Let's go to Jerry calling from Tennessee, the volunteer state. Hey, Hey, Jerry. How are you? Very well, very well, Jerry. Thank you. Great, great. Yeah, it's Jerry, it's Jerry, just an old East Tennessee hillbilly. <laughs> but I've got a question for you that's uh, been bothering me. I don't know. I'm not much into politics. I'm into politics, but I don't know the answer to this question. What can they do to – I think we're going to win the Congress and maybe the Senate. What can they do during the lame duck part to really mess things up? Well, uh, I think you're on to them, Jerry. Uh, you know, just an old East Tennessee hillbilly. I think you're uh, several steps ahead of them. They will pass and give the bums rush to as uh, much crazy, damaging, big spending, line the pockets of their union pals, bills that they can possibly get through before the Republicans take over in the House and hopefully in the Senate. You know, the lame duck session of Congress begins. Now, I mean, when does Election Day end? Because it literally, as we've been discussing, doesn't end today. And the news meeting is telling us, well, you know, you'll have the results tonight and the Republicans will win big. But then we're going to start counting our votes, which is the early voting and the mail-in ballots. And that's when we pull ahead long after Election Day. Because these aren't liberals. This is the left. And, you know, uh, to use, uh, just to borrow a little of their rhetoric, they're Hitler. And they're going to destroy our democracy and create civil war. Uh, Just a couple of today's uh, Democrat media talking points. This is the Chris Plant Show. Also keep in mind that today we have uh, all House races. We have some Senate races. We have governor's races. And there are a lot of things on the ballot uh, for, you know, related issues. And, you know, vote American, be American, um, buy American, just be normal. Remember normal. In Washington, D.C., for example, they have this uh, uh, Proposition 82, right, where they will jack up the, uh, you have tipped employees, it says workers in the thing, you know, that work uh, restaurants and and things, and they make their money off of tips, and you make whatever you make as a waiter or waitress, and then you make your money off of tips. And in D.C., they've got this new thing where the minimum wage would be at least $16.10 an hour. At least $16.10 an hour. And um, that will just destroy restaurants all over the place. I got a uh, a restaurant in our neighborhood sent out a 
An email saying, on average, our servers make over $50 an hour. But this Initiative 82 will actually lead to a reduction in take-home pay. And the D.C. servers, bartenders, uh, it will reduce their pay by like $20,000 a year because, and you know how expensive it'll be to go any place to go out? Restaurants will be closing in droves. But, of course, it's in the name of generosity with other people's money, naturally. They're always very generous with other people's money. But they've got this insane thing. Well, let's just take this, you know, restaurants finally came to Washington, D.C. about 10 years ago. It was never much of a restaurant city. Recently, it became a good restaurant city. Now, the Democrats, uh, who are driving this place into a wall, uh, trying not to get carjacked on the way home, say $16.10, and that's insane. And it will destroy. I talk to restaurant people all the time because I go to restaurants and bars all the time. And uh, everybody, and I mean the employees there, the waiters, are like, please don't vote for this thing. Restaurant owners are saying, for God's sake, you'll destroy the city of Washington's restaurant industry. So please don't vote for it. In Illinois, for example, where I just was last week with my best girl for WLS events, Uh, we went in on Wednesday and we're there Wednesday night, Thursday night, and uh, came home Friday. And in Illinois, for example, they have this Amendment 1, Amendment 1, and they, uh, they call it the Fair Workers Act, right? But in reality, it is a a sop by the crooked Democrats, Pritzker and Lightfoot and Illinois, the governor and the mayor of Chicago. It is a land grab. And the corrupt Democrats, you know, they rely so heavily on union money that they they got this corrupt uh, initiative on the statewide ballot. And, you know, the, the, uh, the, the unions want to protect their pensions and the Democrats want to protect their their funding source, the unions. So it's classic Illinois Democrat Party, everybody should go to prison-style corruption with this Amendment 1 uh, in Illinois because they're just, they're crooked. They're crooked. You know how crooked they are. They're famously crooked. They're proudly crooked. They've been crooked. When I was a kid, there were Democrat politicos all over my house at the holidays who bragged about the corruption of the Democrat Party. They were thrilled about the corruption of the Democrat Party. Um, also, I want to mention, since we're talking about uh, Chicago and corruption, we were there for for a, a WLS event on Thursday night at the Chevy Chase Country Club, and it was amazing. Uh, the turnout, about 1.2 million people, I think, and, and it was great. And uh, some nice people gave me nice things. A Chicago police coin, a, a, a mint silver certificate, an 1864 U.S. two-cent coin, uh, remarkable things. And, uh, and I met a guy there who, uh, who came in. It was kind of funny because uh, Steve Spencer came in. And Steve Spencer owns his own, his own company called Hardcore Hammers. It's Har- Hardcore Hammers is the name of it. And he actually manufactures in Illinois hammers and hatchets and uh, for construction purposes. And they're incredibly high-end uh, beautifully made products, and he made me a, a hatchet. I'm holding it in my hand right now. Listen, that's my hatchet uh, right there. Here it is. I, I don't want to break anything in the studio, but the uh, made a hatchet for me, and he and he 
and he uh, presented it to me at the at the dinner the other. It was kind of funny because there was security there, and uh, they were wanding people, you know, metal detector thing. And he had this hatchet in his hand, <laughs> and they said, "You can't go in with that. You got to leave that in the car. You can't can't bring that in the thing." It, you know, it was a crazy time. You see all the stuff that goes on out there, and uh, and he laughed and said, "Okay." Put it in his uh, put it in his truck, and he came back in, and said, "Hey, Chris." And we started talking, and so I got a hatchet for you out in the car, but they won't let me bring it in. So, so in any case, we uh, we got it uh, brought in, and and he actually mailed it to me, and I got it in the mail yesterday. I'm holding it in my hand, and it's this incredible hatchet, incredible hatchet from Hardcore Hammers. Got a great website, and on one side of the hatchet, it's got a black handle, and on the handle, wooden handle, on the handle. Uh, it has the Pledge of Allegiance and an American flag. On one face of the hatchet, it has the preamble uh, to the United States Constitution. We the people, and you see this? I'm showing it to Piercy now. On the other side, it's got the uh, uh, sort of a version of the Gadsden flag and then the American flag and a Minuteman. And a Minuteman. It's one of the coolest things, and it's just this incredible hatchet. Um, I'm going to uh, keep it with me always. I'm going to walk with it everywhere. And also engraved on the handle, Chris, thank you for being a great American. Right? With a great leather uh, sheath uh, to cover the, the blade. So it, it just an incredible thing, and I, I got it yesterday. And the craftsmanship is just great. You know, if you use a hammer in your work, if you're a builder, if you're a carpenter, um, you know, if uh, you had a hammer, it's got nothing to do with Paul Pelosi then uh, it's uh, really a great thing, hardcore hammers. So I wanted to say thanks, and, and, uh, and just to admire the American craftsmanship. Great stuff. Great stuff. All right, now let's get back to the insane media, because today is election day or election week or election month, election season, MSDNC, and uh, the media all across the country are saying, pay no attention to the results tonight. We're going to be counting. We had Joe Biden last week, right, who said uh, it's going to take days. And I pointed out that last time around in Maryland, it took weeks. But Joe Biden told us the news media is now they're all singing from the same sheet music. And that is sure, the Republicans are going to win everything tonight, but we're not done counting. We know that more and more ballots are cast in early voting or by mail in America. We know that many states don't start counting those ballots until after the polls close on November 8th. That means in some cases we won't know the winner of the election for a few days until after a few days after the election. So a few days after a few days after the few days of, after the election. And then, and then maybe it could be weeks because, you know, we used to be able to hold an election in the United States. But then the Democrats came in to make things better. And now... Public confidence in our system of electing our leaders is in the toilet because of 100% because of the Democratic Party and their, their bloodlust, their thirst for power. Now, let's go to, uh, let's go to the, uh, the crazy Democrats, soundbite number five. And uh, I also want to get to this Washington Post piece, Republicans sue to disqualify mail-in ballots in swing states. Uh, there are already at least 100 lawsuits. This was true yesterday, before Election Day. More than 100 lawsuits across America having to do with uh, elections and 
Uh, what's his name? Uh, Uncle Fester in uh, Pennsylvania. Ba-ba-ba-bump. Ba-ba-ba-bump. He's suing so that they can use ballots that are not properly filled out long after Election Day. The, those Pennsylvania Democrats are at it again, aren't they? I assume they'll cover up the windows where they're counting the votes and not let poll watchers watch and not respond to the media. And, and uh, it will all be completely opaque, the opposite of transparent. Let's go to Amy Robach on ABC News. She's a Democrat Party robot. And, you know, the, it's dangerous out there because those awful, terrible Republicans, you know, January 6th, ignore the hundreds of riots, the political assassination attempts, the, the members of Congress, Supreme Court justices, the burning of the Church of the Presidents, the three-day siege of the White House, the evacuation of the president, the boarding up of cities from coast to coast in America because of Democrat Party violence. Ignore all that because, you know, January 6th, I said... The day after, that'd be January 7th, in case Democrats are listening, that this is the, the, the greatest gift that the Democrats ever had. They're going to use it forever. Um, so here's Amy Robach on ABC. And now to rising voting threats. Intelligence officials say extremists could target election-related infrastructure, personnel, or even voting sites. Intelligence officials, you know, like John Brennan and uh, the FBI people who signed on to that, that letter uh, just before the 2020 election that said that the Hunter Biden laptop and emails had all the earmarks of Russian disinformation. But in reality, the Russian disinformation campaign was led by penitentiary face John Brennan, who voted for the Communist Party candidate for president of the United States, Gus Hall. And then I was watching CNN yesterday and they had Van Jones on, who used to self-identify as a communist. And there's Barack Obama, whose mentor as a teenager was Frank Marshall Davis, who was a card-carrying member of the Communist Party. And his communications director, Anita Dunn, whose favorite, favorite political philosopher is Chairman Mao. And then the, the economics guy in the, Biden, uh, the Obama White House, who said that uh, they agree with Mao, that all power comes from the barrel of a gun. And yesterday, I shared this with you, the people at Politico, left-wing, Washington-based, uh, Democrat Party adjunct, six election security threats to watch for on Election Day. What's Election Day? Now, they don't know what a woman is. They don't know how many genders there are, but they know that Election Day is today, even though it's not. Eh? Because everything they know to be true is false, and everything they know to be false is true. And they wrote, the midterms face a bevy of digital threats from stolen Twitter accounts. That's uh, Elon Musk shot. To hacked election websites. But that couldn't happen. You just told us that couldn't happen last week. That could spark chaos, confusion, and unrest. Uh-huh. That lasts long after the polls close. And, um, uh, of course, Kathy Griffin, who was uh, uh, booted off of Twitter for impersonating a comedian, and then she went and used her dead mother's Twitter account to call people beep-holes and all kinds of other insults with her dead mother's Twitter account because she still had access to that. So she went on there to call Elon Musk and other people beep-holes and other slurs. Uh, and she's the one who's saying this could lead to civil war. What, if the Republicans win, the winners would, you know, you guys are responsible for the last civil war. You fired on Fort Sumter. You assassinated Lincoln. You 
had the slavery thing, the bull whips, the plantations, the lynchings. That's the Democrat Party. Here is Amy Robach. She's a Democrat. Talk a little bit about what the threat environment is ahead of this election. And another big question, can people be confident their vote will count? Well, I don't know. The, uh, did the FBI intervene, uh, secretly having conversations with social media, telling them to step on stories that might be detrimental to the Democrat Party, as the FBI did the last time around with Mark Zuckerberg at uh, Facebook, who, uh, by the way, spent $400 million of his own money, billionaire money, which they're against, right, uh, unless they're, uh, they're for it. Uh, and they couldn't be bigger hypocrites if they put on rubber noses and big flappy shoes. Pretty amazing stuff. Then they went to Pierre Thomas, who used to be a news reporter, and uh, here come the Democrat Party talking points. What authorities are paying close attention to is the potential that domestic extremists could attack down the stretch to the midterm elections. That assault against the speaker's husband was another wake-up call. Right. No specific plot has been uncovered, but the amount of online chatter in the dark corners chatter. of social media dark does have them concerned. Yeah. Well, uh, anybody show up on a baseball field and try to mow down the entire Democrat Party um, uh, in Congress? Uh, any suicide attacks on police? Any of that uh, kind of stuff? Pierre Thomas. What's driving the anger? The hot-button issues that divide us and the potential of violence from radicals who embrace that lie that there's widespread election fraud, the kind of people who attacked on January 6th. A recent Homeland Security bulletin was blunt, warning perceptions of fraud and reactions to divisive topics will likely drive sporadic plotting of violence. That's right, because that election denial thing, because, you know... You, you can run the best campaign, you can even become the nominee, and you can have the election stolen from you. I guess that's what Pierre Thomas was talking about, was this, uh, this vicious... And, and uh, she also said that the 2024 election in the future is going to be stolen... And she knows it because she can see. Right-wing extremists already have a plan to literally steal the next presidential election. That's all just healthy political speech, and you should pay no attention to that. And their rhetoric and the Green Party, nudist activist, drug addict, homeless lunatic with the anti-capitalist stickers that uh, attacked Paul Pelosi... Uh, there is nothing to see here. No body cam video, no in-house security cam video, no 911 call, uh, none of that. Uh, that must all be kept from the American people because, you know, the truth has to be hard to find. Right about now, seasonal excitement or dread is probably settling in, especially if you're a small business owner, even a big business owner. It's not too late, however, to get your holiday mailing and shipping under control with Stamps.com. You can sign up right now. You'll be printing your own postage within minutes because Stamps.com is your one-stop shop for all your shipping and mailing needs. Get access to United States Postal Service and UPS services that you need to run your business right from your computer. Also, no lines, no traffic, no parking, no hassles. Just do it online. If you need a package pickup, you can easily schedule it through your Stamps.com dashboard. This holiday season, trade late nights for silent nights. And get started with Stamps.com today. Sign up with the promo code PLANTY. That's me, P-L-A-N-T-E, for a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale with no long-term commitments or contracts. 
All you have to do is go to stamps.com. You click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and enter my last name, Planty. Then you're off to the races. Yes, sir. Yeah, the media, the Democrats, but I repeat myself, on what we used to call Election Day, I have a lot more coming up and your calls. The potential of violence from radicals who embrace that lie that there's widespread election fraud, the kind of people who attacked on January 6th. You're listening to The Chris Plant Show. Bum, 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 bum. Uh, let's go to the uh, telephones, Michael. Let's go to let's go to Eddie calling from Chicago, Illinois, listening on WLS. Eddie, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Thank you, Chris. Uh, first time caller, but I uh, like to tune in to different programs. And uh, sorry, I missed your thing with uh, WLS last Thursday. But moving on to the election, uh, I've been hearing reports that here they're using the Sharpie and then when they run it through the machine, that invalidates the following ballot. So <laughs> people should be using the pens. It's um, ridiculous that they're, we're going down to that road. They're using Sharpies. And, Michael, you said you saw something about this on the Twitter also. Uh, in Chicago, they're using Sharpies to fill out the ballots, and the machines uh, go haywire when you use a Sharpie. Yeah, because the, the Sharpie's, uh, you know, because it's a marker, so it'll invalidate the following ballot. I, I you know, I got to tell you, the Democrats are just, I, I don't know how that would work, but nothing at this point uh, would be too surprising because we're living in a very strange time. You know, at uh, Politico, they're war- warning of uh, hacked election websites and chaos, confusion, and unrest, and stolen Twitter accounts. And they're telling us that whatever the results are tonight, you should ignore them because they're going to keep counting. And the keep counting part will favor the Democrats. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra? I think I can get an extra five to ten. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B L E A V on YouTube or wherever you listen.